The top reasons nonfiction books do not achieve success. Hello, and welcome to the Business of Self Publishing Podcast, episode number 91. Thank you for joining me for the Business of Self-Publishing podcast. I'm Joe Kunz. This podcast is an insider's guide where I share with you my self-publishing experiences and hopefully give you the tools and insight to become a financially successful and happy self-publisher. The top reasons nonfiction books do not achieve success. Why isn't my nonfiction book selling more copies? Why is my book a failure? Why don't I feel successful as a self publisher? These common questions can sometimes be difficult to answer very quickly. And the answer isn't always as simple as it might seem at first glance. But there is hope for you and your book to achieve success. Take a hard look at yourself. And your book. If your book isn't selling any copies or selling very few in comparison to other books in its sales category, there are several powerful and practical changes you can make to help improve your sales. But they all involve some serious introspective thinking about your book and will involve some hard work on your part. Okay, the fix is within reach. The list of reasons given here will help you to reevaluate your book and everything you are doing to sell it. This list covers the most common reasons a nonfiction book isn't selling or gaining any traction with an audience. But first, how do I define success? We all have our own way to define success in general. Plus, we can have a personal definition of financial success and one for personal success, and one for business success, and so on. And each one will be a little bit different. But I believe that most of us that write nonfiction books are trying to achieve two main, fundamental, overarching, basic goals. Goal number one is financial return. Some amount of financial return for the hard work we put into creating and publishing our books. And Goal number two, critical acclaim. Critical acclaim for ourselves and for our books from our peers, coworkers, readers, families, customers, clients, and so on. Okay, onto our list. The research says, reason number one, no market need. Is there an actual need for the information in your book? Is there an actual audience that can benefit from your book? If not, you will not sell any books. Reason number two, a weak solutions or value that your book is offering. What special insights do you have that can help others find real solutions to their questions and problems? Standard cookie cutter solutions won't help you sell more books. Reason number three, unattractive cover. A cover that looks unprofessional, amateurish, and unthoughtful 
will turn off book buyers. They will lose respect for you even before they open your book. For most books and most people, the cover is the one thing that should not be skimped on. Reason number four, written for the wrong audience. You must understand who your audience is before you write your book. If you don't, your book will be confusing to read, help no one in particular, and sales will suffer. Reason number five, not enough marketing. Marketing is more about reaching out to a very particular audience and showing them that you have the answers and solutions to their particular problems. It's less about the quantity of money that you spend on advertising to an overly broad market. Reason number six, weak social media. At the very least, you need one main place where you can show your audience that you are one of them and that you understand them and that you have solutions for them. You only need one or two good outlets to reach your audience. For example, a blog and a YouTube page, a blog and a post on Medium, and so on. Reason number seven, a weak author platform. Whichever social platform you choose, you must commit to it and make it great. Having too many author platforms and not maintaining them properly is a total waste of time. Reason number eight, a confusing title. For nonfiction, your main title must grab them quickly, but it's your subtitle that really tells them what your book is about. Reason number nine, not using an editor. Nowadays, it's not difficult to find a book editor that has some knowledge and experience with the subject matter of your book. You can do it yourself, but do so great question. Reason number 10, not using a designer. The interior of the book can be very important for many nonfiction books. It's not uncommon for nonfiction books to have many pictures, graphs, drawings, quotes, charts, glossary, index, and so on. It's not uncommon for nonfiction book buyers to consider the interior as important as the cover in their buying decision. Reason number 11, the wrong cover price. Now spend lots of time on Amazon and at a bookstore looking at other books that are like yours, especially looking at recently published books and books that are actually selling. You'll start to get a good idea of what your book can realistically sell for. Reason number 12, a saturated genre. Of course, it depends on the particular genre. Some genres can easily absorb many new books, some not so much. A saturated genre means that you will need to be more adept and creative when it comes to how you write your book, design your cover, market your book, and use social media, and so on. Reason number 13, weak self-promotion. There's nothing wrong or inappropriate with self-promotion. Self-promotion simply means that you get attention for yourself in ways that prove to your audience that you are an expert in your particular topic or genre. This can be as simple as writing your blog or publishing magazine articles or becoming a guest on a news program. 
And finally, reason number 14, the wrong publisher. Now, I've never dealt with a traditional publisher. So, all I can say here is that I believe that with a lot of research, you should be able to minimize your problems you might encounter. It's probably a good idea to email other authors that have chosen the same publishers that you are considering and ask them a lot of questions. And then find a good lawyer that has legal experience in the book industry. Okay, now to sum up. Those 14 reasons show you some of the most common mistakes, missteps, and errors that can slow you down from achieving a financial return and critical acclaim for you and your book. But with hard work and research, some honest assessment of your own writing and book, and forcing yourself to make some hard decisions about your book, you can fix any of these problems. And by doing so, you will be well on your way to creating a successful book that can help you achieve your personal and financial goals. This list should also give you a new hope and a renewed interest in improving your book and increasing its sales. If you give up now and don't make the improvements, your book will remain a failure. I'm absolutely certain this isn't an option for you. You wouldn't have gotten into self-publishing if it was. If you're here listening to my podcast or reading this on my blog, I know that you're just like me, stubborn as hell and determined to be successful on many different levels. Writing, self-publishing, sharing information, teaching others is not some passing fancy. We were born to do it. We can't stop doing it because all of those things are built into us. All the better that we can make money doing it. Now get back to work. Fix that book. Thank you very much for listening. Visit my blog, kunzonpublishing.com, where you can read the full text of this podcast and read lots of great info about self-publishing. And please keep your email questions and comments coming. Thank you and good luck.